0: NINTENDO is in san francisco welcome to nintendo voice chat for the week of august 24th 21st <laughs> the fourth I don't know what the, heck, Wait, 24th. Exactly the
1: 21st and the fourth or 24th are in the same yeah, week so yeah, that next week yeah. i'm living One in those the future weeks. and in the yeah. past
0: this is ign's all nintendo podcast i am your host jose otero mm-hmm. i'm joined by brian altano what's up and martin christopher slivo oh he said my 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 Christian, Christian really? name. I never yeah, heard your that. Really name. Yeah, that's name. my full wow. name. Okay, uh, I always guessed it was, but then I saw your ID. <laughs> I always guessed it was. I just that was a hell of a guess, It wasn't really. What's good your
2: one. middle name, Jose? I will not say that on the air. I know what it is. Can I say? Uh, no. Do you really? Yeah. He just said yours. Uh, I've filled out. I, I like got a plane ticket for you once.
0: And moving on. <laughs> so so we you have a fantabulous say? show for you today. Okay. Uh, okay. We've got news, we've got some game impressions, and we are actually have Marty here for a very special reason at the end to talk about a recent article on the site as well that uh, we're actually dying to talk about. But first, let's go with some impressions. Um, so, Brian, you mm-hmm. and I, at least, have been playing Azure Striker Gunvolt. Yep, yep. We got codes in. And also, did you get to play Mighty Gunvolt yet? I did, yeah. I did. Okay, I played so a okay. lot of it last night. All right, yeah. I, I haven't played as much, so I'm curious. Are you curious about these games? At all? I'm, I'm super curious.
2: So we need to first start off, because I think a lot of people don't know what any of these words are. Okay, yeah. so yeah. Uh,
0: Azure Striker Gunvolt, uh, you may have seen it on the site, is uh, a game developed by Inti Creates. These are the former Mega Man Zero team, mm-hmm. essentially. So that was a series of GBA titles. I think they also did... Mega Man uh, ZX Advent, which was on DS. They also were involved in Mega Man 9 and Mega Man 10. So yeah. this team has had a lot of experience making 2D action platformer sure. games. Um, and they're making a game for 3DS that stars Gunvolt, sort of a 14-year-old protagonist who has, basically controls the power of lightning. He, and it's sort of that resistance type story. The dialogue's really funny. It's localized mm-hmm. by our friends over at A 4 um, If you don't know what that is, please look that up, 8-4 uh, on Google's. And, yeah, so we got codes in. It's coming out on August 29th. That's and soon. if you buy that game, a new sto- one of the new stories, I mean, this is skipping ahead, you get a free copy of another game called Mighty Gumball, okay. which is sort of an 8-bit mm-hmm. version of that game, like a platforming action game, but it has some guest characters. Yeah. So let's start with Gunbolt then. Yeah, yeah. So
1: um, it's, first of all, I just want to say like it's it's almost a crime that we don't get more uh, sprite based games on the 3DS, because mm-hmm. say what you will about, you know, putting the 3D slider on or off. I know some people don't like it for games like Ocarina. Some people call it, like, a, it eats batteries. It's sure. distracting for some people. But I really think that uh, for 2D sprite based games, it is awesome. Yep. It's very simple. It's very subtle. Yeah. It's just some background on foreground stuff and it just looks so damn beautiful Absolutely.
2: shovel Knight looked amazing oh video, man yeah video, exactly man. and
1: I, I really love stuff like that because it's it's just like it's it's a way to throw back to an art style I personally grew up uh you know really appreciating and respecting you guys did obviously as well mm-hmm. oh yeah um, and sort of bring it up to the now and speaking of which like the sprite work in this game is Beautiful. Yep, it's really it's really fun, um, and it's it's also like people are comparing it to Mega Man. I think in a way it sort of is, but in many ways it's it's a it's a very kind of like it's a little bit more. It's like Metal Slug, but with like. Crazy magical
0: power. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's definitely a different vision. Um, it is a it, all they share is, uh, excuse me, our 2D action
2: roots. That's yeah, about okay. it. Yeah. So it's not the like way, the level select kind of thing. Is it? Is it well, linear? Well, it or? has
0: that actually. So it does have some Mega Man inspired design because <laughs> after you jump in and finish the first level, which is sort of set up as a tutorial, <laughs> you then choose the uh, six boss among six okay. bosses that you want to fight. Yeah. However, at least I haven't seen an instance of well beating this one boss gives you this thing that'll help you beat the next boss. You don't get a power Power from each boss. Some give you a valuable piece of equipment. Some don't. Okay. and so action in this game unfolds in a really cool way where you, know, you have a, a standard pistol uh, I think you start off with a gun that's called a Cerberus but anyway you use this gun it doesn't do a lot of damage but mm-hmm. the goal of the game is to tag your enemies you'll see a reticle shown up on them and so tag an enemy and then pull up your flash field which basically attacks that enemy with lightning yeah. so you're surrounded by a field mm-hmm. anything you've tagged is hit by lightning from that field and anything that tries to enter the flash field also hit gets hit by it as well but it is better to tag an enemy and fry them than to just let them into the flash yeah, field. Yeah. You definitely take off more damage if you ha- if you went ahead and tagged them first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's ultimately how it unfolds and it has level progression. Yeah. It's really cool because you're gaining XP and as you level up and get more levels, you unlock skills in the game. Skills have different purposes. Some of them are offensive-based. So there's one that I had that uh, when you activate it, they're off, you can slot up to four on the bottom touchscreen. But when you activate it, you know, it's, it triggers an animation that also shows off just how good that game looks as far yep. as the sprite work goes. And then there's uh, sort of an area of effect attack. Anything within a certain radius just gets blasted yeah. by lightning. Um, and, it, and the way to police you overusing those is there are these three skill cards at the bottom of the top screen. Mm-hmm. And when you've d- basically like, killed enough foes or been fighting really cool, you earn those cards as you go. Okay. So you'll expend one card in order to use one like of the a, cool powers. Boosted up flash field. Some of the other powers, though they're not all offensive. One of them is to refill your lightning bar really quick, your EP okay, bar, because nice. everything is uh, sort of, mm. EP is the currency you need to be able to use the flash field. Mm-hmm. And the minute it's expended, you have to wait for it to grow back, so all you have is that dinky pistol, yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. it. And you have to like jump around and like not get hit, essentially. But uh, you can use a skill to refill your meter really quickly, or you can use your skill to refill your health just a little bit, yeah. or even a lot. But the one that's a lot, you need at least two cards to use.
2: Okay, so when you, you have three at the bottom. when you level up is it like, hey, at level two, you get this, and at level four, everyone gets this? Or is it like, you leveled up, choose what you want to get?
0: No, you get something. Okay, okay. Yeah, tell, yeah okay. they'll it's tell you, set. like, gotcha, hey, you gotcha. unlock this ability, except you unlock this skill. And it flashes by briefly. You can't customize – so they call them loadouts mm-hmm. in the game. You can't customize the loadout mid-mission, I've noticed. You okay, have to do it before, before you jump okay. in. But uh, you can pick up to four of those yeah. abilities okay. to put in the bus. Yeah,
1: it's interesting. It's, it's, it's cool to play a um – uh, a platformer, I guess I would almost hesitate to call it that, because, I mean, there's elements of that, uh, and when, they, when they're pronounced, they're actually really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, it's sort of like a kind of run and gun. Yeah, And And, um, you know, the one hand, you have this really weak pistol, and the other thing, you have this like kind of overpowered, uh, like supercharged item that takes over the whole screen. So there's no, like, sort of middle, right? You're either, like... Very weak, or you're taking over everything. Sure. So the the balance there is when you run out of the powerful one, and you're sort of like scrambling around to wait for it to yeah. recharge. But uh, what I really appreciate about the game, like I'll say right off the bat, like a lot of the sort of like anime art approach to some of the character designs in the cutscenes, they don't really appeal to me. Mm-hmm. I don't really care for that kind of stuff personally. Yeah. Like sure. a lot of characters with like spiky hair and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I just have no. He allegiance looks like to that. Cloud. From he Cloud does look Fantasy. like yeah. Cloud. Yeah, <laughs> but like the actual sprite work of the characters is beautiful, and the enemies that he fights like the in the in the tutorial this like robot that looks like something out of robocop runs in and he's like six times bigger than you that's awesome and he's got all these giant moving parts and he's like this tank enemy and it's just super cool and i yeah. love seeing stuff like that mm-hmm. so that's really uh, and yeah a lot of the boss battles are really great but um yeah, the, the game comes out in what, in like a week? Yeah, in a week.
0: Yeah, we'll be at PAX uh, next week. Actually, everyone and it, here will it be. It ships PAX.
1: with its own DMake, which is like really fascinating. Yeah, so let's to talk me. about that. It's called yeah, Mighty, yeah.
0: mighty Gun Vault. So, so it is one? called Mighty Gunvolt. Uh, it is also by IntiCreate. It's sort of an 8-bit d yeah. of that game, but yeah. uh, it had yeah, the Mighty. This was so the Mighty, uh, mighty, mighty number, number nine, nine okay. spec is in this game, and also yeah. a character from Galgun. What's her name again? I'm sorry, one second. Uh... Ekoro. So Gal Koro. Gun is a Old really weird Japanese game, yeah. if you look it up, by the way. But Inti Creates was involved. They put her in the game. And uh, so you've played more of that version. Like yeah. we we'll talk about that a little bit.
1: Sure. And it, it's got so it's uh it it's it looks like a weird sort of uh, like Mega Man spin-off that would have come out back in the day. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't exactly look and feel just like Mega Man. It doesn't play exactly like Mega Man, but it's close enough to sort of be like, oh man, this is weird. Yeah. It's it's sort of like uh, <laughs> to me, it's like so. I grew up listening to a lot of hip hop, and I would listen to Wu Tang all the time. I still do. And there was a time where, like Wu Tang, all the Wu Tang cousins, I already co- always sure, called them. Yeah. They would put out these albums that I was just kind of like, well, this isn't like the regular, the core albums that I really yeah, like. Yeah. But there's
0: still something there that's like. Well, it's like when Raekwon made his own album. And yeah. You're like, ah, yeah. you really yeah. yeah. This is a lot different. Yeah. No, uh, it was more like when Capadada and U God <laughs> made his own <laughs> album. God made so yeah. an album,
1: and you're like, all right, no one really knows U God, but he got a couple beats from Rizas. So so yeah. This might be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Kinda, I right. know that's a huge walk for a lot of people listening <laughs> to the show. That's a stretch. Yeah, it's a stretch. Just just the Venn diagram
2: of NBC and Wu Tang. The, the, the diagram gr- of us in this room of NBC and Wu Tang really I know. Really uh, I know. Pear I know. has a Wu Tang tattoo, which Who? you guys don't know about. Yeah, Pear. Yeah, yeah, Pear. Pear no, he probably does. I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Wu Tang. There's an umlaut above the U in Wu. <laughs> that's right. it was
1: German Wu Tang. His friends called him Old Dirty Pear Stud in college. <laughs> that's not true.
0: I love that he's not here to defend himself. Fair. Please but so,
1: yeah, it's and ask about it's not exactly a Mega Man game, but it's close and it's weird enough, and it deserves your attention because it's sort of like I sort of see it as this the a prequel to Mighty Number no. Nine. Right now, we're all waiting for that game to come out. This is this kind of eight bit version that came out for it. And if you look at like something like, um, what was it a few years ago? Uh, there was a Capcom game that they also made a make for, and the Capcom oh game,
0: you're talking about uh, Dark, Dark Void, Dark Void, yeah, yeah, that was oh, a yeah. similar. shot about that. Dark then, yeah. Zero. So the game Actually, came out. Mike Michael was on the show and he. Explained how he was—he was the guy editing Wikipedia to make people think that Dark Void was this NES game that <laughs> not
2: a lot of people <laughs> played. Oh, that's awesome.
0: Oh, sure, that's great a great people? story. Yeah, yeah, that's, really totally that. that's really cool. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, you missed that episode. Yeah, Sorry. so
1: it's got—it's—it's—it's it's, it's weird because you—you you play Gunvolt and you're running and gunning and everything's going great and you can go left and right and nothing really changes and then you go to play uh, Mighty Gunvolt and you go left and you go right again and all the enemies come back. And <laughs> yeah, and one one like, god damn it, it's an NES <laughs> game yeah, uh, and totally. it's got that sort of like hop and shoot approach. Like Mega Man does, uh, <coughs> there's little power ups with like you know the characters' names on uh, the initial gives yeah, you a one yeah, up and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. There's that. eight um, big
0: covers of all the music from Gunvolt for the most or some of yeah, the music yeah, yeah that's really yeah. cool. It's really yeah. cool and
1: like the all the level design is very is very Mega Man. So yeah, um, yeah it's, it's kind of dope to just get both these games for the price of one. Yeah, I mean, it's, I know yeah.
0: A, and it's awesome. This is the Mega Man nine and ten team too, who we're used to making yeah, yeah, yeah That's thing. awesome. Yeah, no, that's so awesome. really
2: really right Okay, I have a couple questions. So everyone who buys Gunvolt is going to get Mighty Gunvolt. This, yeah, yeah. this is some it's pre-order a early code thing.
0: for at least three months. Uh, oh, okay. The
2: promotion ends November 29th,
0: at least in North America. Europe is still waiting for uh, Gunvolt. Okay. They, they haven't yeah, announced really a date it for it yet, but okay. it's probably coming there.
2: Uh, is it downloadable only? Download only, no retail. And yeah. is it only 3DS or is it also Wii U? It's only 3DS okay, right gotcha. Now. Those yeah. are my big questions. I, and I
0: say right now because that's all we know of. We should, yep. Both of, of those else.
2: things should totally come to Wii U. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, if, and the, you're yeah. work,
0: if you're working on that game, like, tell
2: <laughs> no, that your it really, boss. Does it utilize the two screens at all or could this easily be like a gamepad game? No,
0: it, it definitely... It, well, the the abilities we were talking about earlier, the skills are on yeah. the bottom screen At least while you're though. playing levels. Yeah, and I, then, think, then I think they're good. Between menus, they are using both screens in some way where like one thing we didn't get to talk about with Gunvolt was there's... You can synthesize items. At the end of every mission, When you finish and they rally up your score you can find these medallions in each stage Mm -hmm. And these medallions are bonus chances to pick from there's a grid of like I want to say 12 or 15 boxes on the bottom screen and they're all question marks and you pick different ones and you get uh, a a mineral or something and you can collect enough of those and synthesize gear that allows you to air dash, allows you to double jump. Each one of these uh, expends EP. My only complaint with that system though is that because the drops are random, sometimes you're playing, like in the office, I was able to get a certain... gear really quickly,
2: but then at home I never got it. I feel like stuff like air dashing would be amazingly... It would come in handy if you got that right to the beginning of the game. And it's super useful. yeah. Yeah.
0: Especially because uh, one of the things also I wanted to talk about earlier, but we did switch over to Mighty Gunvolt, was that in uh, Azure Striker Gunvolt, I do like that a lot of it is focused on replayability Mm -hmm. and you going Mm -hmm. back into these stages and attacking them and going through them as quickly as possible. And I'm not a guy who really likes to speedrun games, but I do like games where I get to show off flair and technique and try Mm -hmm. to figure out like the best path from point A to point B. And that was the thing that... It took a little bit to discover, but then once I figured it out, I was like, oh, man, yeah. this is cool. And lastly, to wrap up, uh, I guess, gunvald and then we, you can wrap up on Mighty gunvald if sure. you want, is that the boss fights. The boss fights are so cool because um, they have at least the dedicated boss fights. The one you have in the tutorial level is pretty, pretty easy. Yeah. But then when you actually fight the standard like, – there are like seven samurai type things. Um, they have three phases, and you see it on their health bar. So when you finish with phase one, they're stunned for a second, and then they start phase two, and maybe there's a slight variation. Gotcha. But in phase three, each, at least a majority of the bosses I fought have an attack that can kill you in one like hit. In one hit. One hit and you have to figure out how to evade it and you have to figure out how to stop them from doing it to you. Yeah. And they don't penalize you with like, lives or anything like that, like a life counter or you run out of continues and you oh, have to start okay. over. You can throw as many lives as you can at the problem. But th- I ran into this one like, issue with one boss where he sort of sets up a vortex in the center of the screen and it's automatically sucked me in. I'm like, how the heck do I get away from this? Yeah, yeah. And it was, oh, dash. Like, run on the ground sure. and get like tap dash as many times as you can. And yeah, you see just it in the video preview, it, yeah. And then it explodes, and you're fine. There's yeah. another one where, I don't want to spoil it. But each one is sort of like a little jigsaw puzzle. I like and I love solving stuff That's like really cool. that. That was really yeah. cool.
2: All right. Awesome. Sounds rad. I'm excited.
0: Yeah. No, you should be excited for this. Uh, yep. They are asking for $15. It's $14.99 on the shop. You are getting two so far, really cool games. I can't wait to dive into Mighty Gunvolt. Yeah. But right now, uh,
2: Standard Gunvolt Leg- has my attention. Legitimately, how are we reviewing that? Are we reviewing it as two separate games, or is this so one? I'm
0: package? not sure. Actually, I know. Um, I'd imagine yeah. it's one
2: package, right? I would have it's weird because it's just it does sound like two yeah because you are yeah. another games. game with it yeah no that's, that's true um, I don't know that's yeah, it's a good question how sausage is made we don't, we don't, don't run do. reviews yeah. so <laughs> not our not my job to cross. not my
0: problem <laughs> did you read the text on either one of those games by the way like what were you, you entertained at all like with the story or with, like a mighty gunvolt did you see how uh, because they kidnapped some girl the, I think they say something like because someone was kidnapped like love is in danger yeah like, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. No, that it sounds that, great that wonky weird like eight bit translation like intentionally put in. You can—it's
1: weird because like uh—you can—I I, w- I was not like too deeply entrenched in the story mm-hmm. in Gunvolt, but in Mighty Gun Gunvolt, you could put anything in that eight-bit font, and I'm reading it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm gonna giggle at it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Cool. So yep, that's it. Uh, we already kind of dove into news, so we'll continue with news. Um, Resident Evil Revelations 2 got leaked. What? Yeah. I didn't yeah. read this. Uh, uh, so a French Xbox. website, uh, Gamer in a Box, noticed that Xbox.com hosted two media images for Resident Evil Revelations 2. Um, basically pulling back the curtain on that survival horror game. Yeah. We'd heard rumors before about this but we never really talked about it and then all of a sudden like seeing that like it's definitely a thing. The reason I bring it up here though is because Resident Evil Revelations started out as a Nintendo 3DS game. Yeah. It was legitimately 3DS's first blockbuster action game. Yeah. I don't think anyone yeah. here would
1: I just think do it was that. the like even physically it was the largest game to come to 3DS at the time. Oh yeah, it was Absolutely. it was one of the first ones to use a m- much bigger card. Did that
2: use Circle Pad Pro?
0: It supported it, yes, yeah. absolutely. It didn't
1: require it, though. <coughs> sure. I yeah. played without it.
0: I like playing with it, to be honest. That was the one that kind of sold me on it. I personally um, don't like turning my 3DS into a yacht. Oh, let me tell you.
2: <laughs> when was the last time you used got, the Circle really? Pad Pro?
0: No, I put uh, these the a uh, Link Between Worlds 3DS in the, to the Circle Pad Pro, and I have never seen Brian almost shed a tear until he saw <laughs> yeah. that. He was like, what did you do to it? Yeah. And he was, like, screaming at me. How, how long has it been? Uh, probably since Monster Hunter. Like, there yeah, aren't that yeah. many games that support it. Uh, and Otherwise Monster that. Hunter four ultimate will, so I'll probably start using it again. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, it's I'll weird because I think we've gone
1: like a year without hearing about anything new supporting it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, but uh, I, so anyway, back to the point. I do bring this up because it started out as a 3DS game. It was eventually ported to PS3, 360, and Wii U. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This thing pops up on Xbox.com. Does it not appear? Does it or does it not appear on Wii U this time? I feel like we're br- and are we even at a point where we're going to be upset about it cuz i feel like every time a 3DS game, uh, excuse me, a Wii U game doesn't get
2: announced, i've just kind of slowly become numb to the yeah, situation. I mean, I mean, do we think it's coming to 3DS? No. So, i mean, i would assume also going back cuz uh, Capcom also announced that the Resident Evil remake that came out for GameCube back is in 2002 not coming to is getting remastered for everything but Wii U. Yeah, for, it's 360, PS3, Xbox 1, PS4 and PC Uh, So I would also I mean I would imagine no Which is a bummer Because that's It started Where the game started I I mean do we
1: know If this is a next gen game Is this Xbox One And PS4 this has just appeared on the Xbox site, right? Sure, yeah. it just oh, appeared on Xbox. Know. I'm so trying to remember. The yeah.
0: box looked like a 360 box. Yeah, it was honest. a 360 box. If it's
1: a 360 box, then there's a bigger chance of it coming to Wii U. If it's a PS4, Xbox One game, I would say no chance. I would imagine I it's a cross-gen say game. That yeah? it could be. Yeah.
0: I, I would place the bet there. But I think uh, one of the things that sort of happened, definitely, with Wii U is Nintendo was betting on cross-gen or, or even just focusing on next-gen, not being as quick as it happened. And it seems like it's happening more and more. Faster than we anticipated, yeah. right? Like Batman: Arkham Knight is an example of that. Um, Call of Duty is slowly becoming yeah, that. Yeah. At least the I
1: main mean, line of that I, uh, series. Is I don't on. think anybody expected the PS4 to sell 10 million units in 10 months. Wait, is no, there? Absolutely. I talked Assassin's to Assassin's Creed. Is, I is talked
2: there, to uh, Evimo, the head of uh, Ubisoft. Gimo. And uh, yeah, me and Eve go back. He gave me chocolate. I ate, I eat German chocolate with Eve Gimo, Really? You yeah. Sh- you chill. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we were talking about like I you know one of my questions was like so just look me in the eye and tell me watch is Watch Dogs still coming to Wii U and he said absolutely it's coming this year. Uh, he said but by next fall we are we want to be done with 360 and PS3 and then we and I'm like well that's cutting the umbilical cord pretty early and he was like well yeah like. You know, we no one expected PS4 sales to be this crazy yeah, right off the bat, totally. and I mean, Xbox One is also doing amazing. You know, obviously the comparison is weird, but they're both lapping what the yeah. 360 and PS3 did. Mm-hmm. Um And I mean, we found out today that, uh, or just a few days ago, that Ubisoft said that uh, Watch Dogs is going to be the last M rated Wii U game, so yeah. we're not going to be getting uh, AC Rogue. That's right. I mean I if that ask. game is M rated uh, because I think Black Flag was teen. You know what's
1: really? weird? I read that yeah. I read the news story and the only, the thing I got the saddest for, even though I total shot in the dark, I know it'll never happen. Yeah. But I'm like I guess that Means we'll definitely never get a Zombie U2, which That's is a weird title for a zombie. game. Zombie?
2: <laughs> zombie U. You just, you're just as just blo- well, Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, a blowhard. yeah. I got it. Yeah, I got it. Um, zombie,
1: but yeah, I, I, I mean, I really enjoyed that game. I thought it had great ideas. I thought that I still, to this day, think that uh, Ubi did some of the coolest stuff on the gamepad. Absolutely.
2: With that game. I mean, that game was an awesome dry run for what could have been an amazing sequel. Mm-hmm. So um, uh,
0: just going back to Resident Evil Revelations, yeah. though, I do think, even though it was ported to all those other platforms, it was still a better 3DS game because it felt like it was from the ground up that was the focus and that's why the episodic sort of approach worked mm-hmm. that's why like even the way some of that game is set up and the way it loads like there were certain doors that it just took a couple seconds uh to to just kind of load what was in the next room yeah i think that still affected the console version anyway i don't want to focus on that but what i do want to focus on is that it would be a shame if it has just kind of moved on and to be fair that's pr- revelations was probably the last good resident evil game since 4 or, oh, wait, absolutely. Since five. I, I'll be. Gen, I'll be. Gentle I, I like revelations five, better than five. I,
2: like five. I mean, they're definitely better than six. Yeah, uh, no
0: question. And I mean, that's, um, yeah, there
2: hasn't really been a whole lot. Resident Evil's but, kind of been in a. Yeah, I just. Stagnation. I hope.
0: Uh, you know, and Capcom's not talking. They said we have nothing to announce when sure. we asked them about this story. But regardless, I hope to see this thing come back to Wii U. It'll be a shame if it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I guess in other uh, news related to games that aren't coming to that, unless you have something. Now I add. was just gonna
1: say uh, I'm. Kind of fully expecting it to not come to Nintendo platforms I will actually I, w- I will be shocked if it does I'll be very excited if it does because I'd mm-hmm. love to play uh, Revelations on my 3ds mm-hmm. but I just don't see it happening at this point
0: okay yeah. so in other news for games not coming to EU Call of Duty Advanced Warfare uh, co-founder Michael Condry of Sledgehammer Games finally like someone finally commented mm-hmm. and said no not coming to Wii U. It was an Activision decision. We are focused on Xbox One, PS4, and PC. At least that's what Sledgehammer Games is making. Now, for context, Advanced Warfare is being ported by High Moon Studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it High Moon's, the guys who did the Transformers game?
2: Yeah, that sounds that's right. right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, is, uh, they're focusing on the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 version. Also, for context, the last two Call of Duty games, Black Ops 2 and Ghosts, were released on Wii U. But the numbers on those were really bad. <laughs> from what we've heard, the numbers yeah. on those were lower than, a lot lower than the other platforms. Yeah. To no, be like, fair. I mean, from, we can't say those numbers, <laughs> but from
1: what we've heard, those numbers are lower than even whatever numbers you're listening to the show and picturing your, in your brain, they're lower than that. Yeah. Like, they, they honestly, you know, this is, this is hard to say for some people, but, uh, and, and even harder to consume for others. Yeah. But, you know, this is not, when people, when companies make this decision, it's a decision based on human man hours and the justification of whether or not it's worth those man hours to 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 salvage, to put a product like this yeah. on a console that ultimately uh, will not respond to that product. Sure, and that means that people are missing, you know, their fam, their wives and kids yeah. for nights. It means they're working I mean, late nights to get something running on a console that ultimately it goes to stores
2: and it sells. Abysmally. Yeah, importing a game is not a right-click save as kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a lot of work. Yeah, uh, especially like the Wii U hardware is very different than any other. I mean, all hardware is very different. Sure, um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I I get it. Yeah, it sucks if the Wii U is the only thing you have. If you don't have a 360 or a PS3, you know, it's a bummer. Um, yeah, but it's a big. It's becoming a bigger problem yeah. for
0: Nintendo that they are missing out on certain genres. There just yeah. isn't a version to really be supported on their system. And, I mean, we're all multi-platform gamers in this room, mm-hmm. and I want to imagine some of the people who listen to this podcast are, too. So, you know, the idea of a good game and playing it on a, a different platform isn't a hurdle. But for someone who only wants to buy one platform and they're not getting a genre like that, which, let's, let's face it, regardless of what we think of Call of Duty, it is the biggest, like, it is one of the biggest money yeah. makers in video games today.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah.
0: It's not but, coming to this platform.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I know, and Mario's not coming to Xbox One like yeah. that's just, sure.
0: it's just it, sort of first like, party stable will always be yeah the yeah, yeah. That but i mean also the on. thing
2: is we're getting to the point where this fall a 360 could ostensibly be a hundred dollars yeah and so if and you, you only have you a wii destiny, u yeah. and you really want to play stuff like destiny and call of duty that's a you know and that's you don't true. want and you don't want to pay the 400 500 for a next-gen system that's true that's a you know a hundred dollars is sort of the it's the price of two games
1: yeah, so then, I mean, I, I've I've seen these stories pop up recently, and I mean, I've been a Nintendo fan my whole life, so none of this stuff is ever new to me. Yeah, and I actually just true. it doesn't even really phase me anymore. But I see a lot of younger, uh, you know, uh, commenters out there that they start to chastise some of the companies responsible for these decisions and the people uh, who work for them. And I don't think that's fair or justifiable. Mm-hmm. I think that like it's it's just it's not a. Um, it's not a console maker playing or it's not a developer playing favorites. Yeah. Right. it's not they're not. Their message is not, you know, F you, Nintendo. Mm-hmm. It's not. Oh,
0: yeah. And it's rarely it's the developer's that, decision. It's a publisher. Sure. And
1: even call. the publisher is not sitting there going, we hate Nintendo. We hate the Wii U. I mean, I'm, I'm sure a few times that's happened in history across yeah. <laughs> everything. But uh, in this particular instance, like they put the game out the last time people did not respond to it at all. Mm-hmm. Say, when no one bought it. Nobody bought it. And the only way to send the message that games should come to your platform is to support those things. And we've said it
0: before on the show. I mean, Nintendo is very clear that unless they drive that install base, these bigger games or, excuse me, big games from mm -hmm. other publishers are not going to find life on that system because that's how the publisher is going to approach it. What makes the most business sense for us? And hopefully, you know, Nintendo's doing a lot of work, and if there's any company in this industry that is used to supporting their own sof- their own platform, it's them, right? Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, they've carried their own platforms before. They're going to have to do it for now, and once that install base gets drived, hopefully, you know, if those publishers decide to rejoin the table and yep. say, hey, we want to do this now, mm-hmm. it'll happen, yep. and it'll be a good fit for them. Sure. And if not that's it this is what you signed on for at least for now and you have yeah. to be aware of that as someone who owns the platform or is considering buying the platform
2: yeah whatever you got captain toad you don't need a call dude yeah this is what I'm saying I mean like <laughs> you, you, you know it's
0: <laughs> funny you say that but it's kind of true yeah. in some ways
1: exactly you know you don't need Captain Soap McTavish you have Captain Toad um, <laughs>
0: that's what I heard in my head I was yeah. Like, oh, yeah I guess captains
1: um yeah I mean that, that's really what it comes down to right like there's there's a wealth of games you're going to play on Nintendo, on Nintendo platforms that you can't play anywhere else and that's sort of just like the pick and choose if you want a little bit of everything get a PC you know but you're still not going to be able to play Captain Toad sure. or Mario Galaxy or any mm-hmm. of the other things that, that come out so um, yeah I mean just roll with the punches and if you want to see publishers bring these games to these these platforms buy their last ones in droves because yeah. otherwise it won't happen don't okay. buy used ones. That doesn't help. Yeah, it doesn't help. There <laughs> probably aren't used ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. So uh, moving on, Pokemon Trading Card Game is coming to iOS. This I almost was, threw
2: up when I read this news. This was uh, what, really.
0: It's so weird. All right, let me let me finish for weird. folks at home for context. Uh, this was announced during the Pokemon World Championships, which was this past weekend. How can you we saw didn't know uh, went to that. I know Keza went to that. Um, I don't
2: know. Oh, ho- why why not we go to Why don't we go to Washington DC? I don't uh-huh. know. How about know that I know. Obama went to it. Joe Biden was there. Joe Biden throw down right, right. shoes. <laughs> <laughs> He's more of a
0: snorlax to So there were no details to follow up with this. Just yeah. that it's happening. Um, <laughs> our best guess is that this is probably a port of the PC game version of the game, which is already free to play, by the way. Mm-hmm. Someone could just jump online, go to Pokemon.com, and you can download the training card game online and be a part of that community. So it's probably a port of that. So why did this make you almost throw up?
2: Oh no, throw up in a good way. Okay. Oh, Oh, no this was a good vomit okay you guys got good stuff. no That's I don't a good vomits <laughs> no because I was like this could be the start and you know everyone's always talking about like when is Nintendo going to come to iOS yeah and I was like this could be the start but to me I don't want Mario on iOS I don't want you know I don't Want Zelda on iOS? I don't want those things. But Pokemon is legitimately the perfect phone yep. game. Yeah. And Pokemon the training card game. When Mitch and I found out about this, Mitch, like uh, so many people in his office are obsessed with Hearthstone, mm-hmm. which is you know the the sort of the Blizzard Warcraft version of that's right uh, Pokemon training card game. Yep. Uh, but the idea of this being free to play and being like, hey, you if, it's if, if it's free to play, if you don't know that, yeah, I would, not yeah, yeah, I mean that's true. That's a good point. So
0: yeah, and to to be fair to the Pokemon Company, they have been uh, experimental, especially with mm-hmm. the. Store. Remember there was the Pokedex a few years That's ago right. for yeah, black and white. Yeah. But I hopefully they learned their lesson because that was horribly priced. It yeah. was like $1.99 to get the the standard Pokedex just for black and white. And then if you wanted the other regions from previous games, you were paying five ninety nine each region. That's and I think there were just, four regions at that. That's the time? like
2: square pricing. <laughs>
0: yeah. So if they are planning to charge for this, I hope that someone there is at least considering a better model than this. Um, also if it's going to be microtransaction driven or not, to be really careful with that stuff because that is how you can quickly scare people away. Ten
2: dollars for that hollow Char zone. Yeah.
0: So yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're not we're not one hundred percent sure. From the Online trading card game. We do know that if you are a person who collects the cards already, there is a way. Each booster pack comes with like a code that you can enter and enter oh. into the game and get you know additional cards that this way. At least the PC yep. version of the game. Um, and uh, this was also interesting timing, just because the trading card game. As a Game Boy Color game came out on Virtual Console for 3DS in Europe, it yeah. still hasn't come out in here yep. or I believe Japan. I could be wrong on that last one. But. We
2: got the Has Pokemon Pinball ever came out? You remember that game? Ah, I was, was great. I, I like that. Yeah, that was really oh, cool. Yeah, it was I really yeah. I didn't have like a motion sensor. Yeah, it came with a. It was Rumble or Motion Sensor. It was maybe Rumble. It was an oversized
0: cart. I remember. Yeah, Rumble. Got it. Got it. I'm thinking of probably the Kirby game. All right. Well, okay, so that's the thing. Hopefully when we hear more about it, we will be able to tell you yeah, the details. Yeah, I think it's cool. So wait, free-to-play or are they going to charge for it? What do you think? Free-to-play. play Free-to-play?
2: Free I hope it's free-to-play.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Um, I think you can learn a lot from Hearthstone, especially, and how yeah. they do microtransactions. It seems like no one seems to hate them for that, so well. definitely pay attention. All right, last news story. GameStop is restocking Nintendo GameCube consoles. <laughs> what? This is the thing. Selling refurbished Nintendo GameCube consoles at $20 a pop. <laughs> Uh, I mean, what, until stocks last. What about games? Uh, no, they don't sell GameCube games <laughs> I mean, can you, at all. So I this was a really weird story to see. I think uh, – I'm sure you can find a few games on their site. Actually, I should have checked before I read this news story. That's weird. But regardless – I don't want to attribute this to, to to melee, but there has been sort of a melee resurgence. You see it, you know, at Evo. You're seeing it, um, sort of either talked about or tweeted about in a, in a lot of positive light. So I think it's just kind of jumping, maybe on that trend. I don't know. 100% Do you want to buy some Game sure.
1: on the way home from work?
0: Uh, I think it's only through their online store. I don't what? think it's physical retailers. Yeah. <laughs> Right God, that a upset. Yeah. I, wanna, Man, I want a GameCube. I'll you want to be it, walking around with your most, little
2: GameCube briefcase? Yeah. Hell most yeah. you, I you shops
0: I know of, they sell, or excuse me, retro shops I've, I've, I've visited, they sell GameCube consoles for like 40 or 50 bucks a pop. Yeah. So being able to get them for 20 that's pretty cool. Yeah. GameCube still has a really cool library, and if you're into that library, you can always jump on eBay and, ju- and get some of those. I've been I, doing that I myself. I moved
1: up apartments uh, about two years ago, and I gave my entire GameCube library to Destructoid's Max Scoville. And he wow. has all of my games now. And this is like this is a serious collection that goes like I've got like both Beautiful Joe's in there. I've got Doshin the Giant. Thanks I've got so some. Im- yeah, I've so d- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think there's something like a hundred, a hundred and ten GameCube games in that Holy collection. Holy crap! And you gave that away? I gave them away. Yeah, I didn't have room for them. Can you ask for them back? I'm gonna have to do that. Okay, okay. I am going to have to go backseize on them. Um, I did, did. GameStop just have like a wall in their factory or whatever that they thought was a real wall. And I, it's
2: actually it turned a out, well, I thought that was just a giant purple wall the entire time. It turned <laughs> out it was 900 Game Keeps.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of glad they are selling these, though, because uh, at least a couple of, I want to say a year ago or so, I was thinking about how many people have traded in things to GameSpot, GameStop over yeah. the years, and how much of that inventory has either been destroyed or lost over time. We're talking about games that were classics. Yeah, yeah. There should be a classic section for you to buy from, and be, if you're someone who's into buying retro games be able to shop through, you'd think an online catalog would support that. They apparently don't so apparently
1: so their online catalog doesn't either? Because I remember like when they retired like the Game Boy Color and I was collecting games from that era, I could still go on like ebgames.com and buy. I think it's
0: right after the window where that system becomes obsolete, maybe. Uh-huh. But and I'm not one hundred percent sure. If you know the deets on this stuff, please email nvc at ign.com. Has
1: anyone ever done the research on where these games go? I would
0: love to know. Well, there was that article on IGN about GameStop dumpster diving. Well, Did you yeah. guys hear that thing? Well yeah. that, that might I know be part about. of it. I know yeah. when
1: they throw out like peripherals
2: and stuff like that but does it all just go in the garbage then I don't know that makes me sad as like that's what I was thinking about the CEO John C GameStop is like a giant hoarder yeah he has like a mansion that's filled with copies of like Madden 97 it's actually Gamington P Stopsley the (laughs) 3rd
0: He's I didn't realize he was a GameCube wall, a silver GameCube yeah. wall, a black <laughs> yeah. GameCube wall. He's chilling. Yeah. I right. just
1: can't imagine, like, they. you get a call as a GameStop regional manager, and they're just like, go
2: in, clear out all the stores, dump all the games yeah. in the trash. You've never, you've never been to Babbage's, Tennessee? No. You go into Babbage's, Babbage's. Tennessee? Yeah. It's the city Babbage's. I haven't Babbage's. heard someone no, I mean, utter the me. word <laughs> Babbage's. Yeah.
1: You ever in Babbage's? Do you think All there's right. just like a big raft out in the ocean that's just covered in used <laughs> <news laughs> games?
0: It's just a dead. giant barge. Is that going to be the next myth that yeah. someone tries to go dig up? Go All to right. the Babbage's yeah. barge. Fine. Man, it's kind of a bummer. All right. So, so that's news. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Marty about Splatoon. Uh oh. <laughs> Jose Otero here, joined by Brian Altano and Marty Sleva. Yeah, and we are going to talk a little bit about an editorial that you penned. Yeah. Uh, so you went to Gamescom. Yeah.
2: Right, by the way, how was
0: Germany? So tell Germany. Us a bit about it. Uh,
2: Germany was great. Germany, was first the country time. itself. It was my first time as an adult. I went a couple times as a kid. Oh, uh, check you out. Germany, it's world traveler. Yeah. I was like a Frankie Muniz movie as a child. Were you finding <laughs> your parents? <I> was <laughs> <laughs> Mama, <papa>. uh, <laughs> so his little briefcase ge- <laughs> and his baby beard. Mm-hmm. I had a, yeah, I've had a beard since four. Of course you uh, Germany was great. Uh, Cologne, where ga- uh, Gamescom is held, is a gorgeous city um, with a lot of uh, history, cobblestone streets, amazing churches, outdoor beer gardens, GameStops that were surprisingly devoid of weird German stuff. Really? Uh, yeah. Goldfarb and I went to a GameStop and we were hoping to find like weird german versions of things and the only cool things were uh, there was a copy of resident evil 4 for pc that so had a really cool that. cover yeah 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 the European. cover was amazing mm-hmm. it was like a silhouette where it was like a red forest and a dude at the oh, bottom with, with the chainsaw. a chainsaw oh yeah. that cover was awesome yeah. i remember seeing that online it was so cool yeah. Yeah, which is such a bummer cuz most of the us covers are just like dude with a gun yeah, girl our, behind i them. think
1: our cover was uh wasn't it just like leon getting
0: his head chopped off <laughs>
1: He's um, like, guy's just like, ah, he's like, oh, my God, what's <laughs>
2: up? Uh,
0: that's on the back of the box, not okay. on the front of the box. On the front of the box, is Leon sort of posing with the gun, which it's is, kind of been a thing, right? The, yeah, the Dino, Bioshock, on the, Infinite, on the cover yeah, last of the us. pistol, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. all
2: that stuff. Um, but okay, so uh, but then Gamescom itself is is terrifying and massive. It's I don't know if anyone's ever been to an E3 or a PAX or a Comic Con, but this is like a well, hundred times more crowded and terrifying. Well,
0: than it's them. it's sort of both worlds. It's, open
2: it's E3 in that it's the big trade show, sure. but then it's also open, it's open to the public. Open to the public, and evidently it's like ten euros, which is like thirteen bucks. What? Wow. So like I, there's no reason not to go. I, they must not cap it at any time because <sighs> hallways are just filled with human beings. Yeah, I That's, saw a photo that was just terrifying. Yeah, it's so just, Brian uh, Brian. Albert's photo got picked up by like Kotaku, so his photo of the horror oh. was the photo that got spread around everywhere. Okay, um, So, yeah, so there's a bunch of different halls. Obviously, everyone has their own hall. Uh, Nintendo had a big presence there. Uh, granted, it was, a lot of the, it was a lot of the demos that we saw at E3 and then again at Comic-Con, mm-hmm. Sure, uh, but I had to go hands-on again with a lot of games that, you know, I'm a huge fan of uh, Captain Toad and of uh, Kirby Rainbow Curse and Yoshi's Woolly World, uh, but I got to play Splatoon again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we already had sort of just a legit Splatoon preview of what this game is. And they were on the live show at uh, uh, both at Gamescom and at uh, E3. So I decided just sort of instead of just telling people what it was about, sort of talking about the fact that I uh, I, I appreciate what it is right now, which is, you know, it's a 5v5 competitive territory based shooter with cute aesthetics. And it's, you know, these sort of paint sharks of the characters Uh, but I mostly I wrote about I wish it was something else Mm -hmm. and uh, I I say this a lot I mean I think my literally my favorite genre are the 3D Character platformers of yore, mm-hmm. and as much as I loved Mario, uh, three, Mario 3D World, I didn't feel like it was the same kind of thing because sure. Mario 3D World felt more like Mario Three.
0: Well, and it also felt like a hybrid of a uh, new Super Mario Brothers and 3D Mario. And three, I mean, it was yeah. kind of both of those worlds. Came yeah, together, yeah, and that was the goal of that game. Yeah, to kind of be the hybrid.
2: Yeah, yeah, but it was still it was time based. The levels were you know the levels some of the levels following were big, a lot there of there classic baseball. rules. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, so what do you you
2: want like Mario World? Like yes. you know, I mean, yeah. I'm I right there with Mario you forever, 64, man. yeah. Uh, Mario Sunshine, Banjo Kazooie, Jack and Daxter, mm-hmm. Psychonauts—sort of these giant, colorful worlds where murder everything in sight isn't necessarily the primary goal. Or sure. ink it, or ink, ink everything, ink in everything in sight. In sight. Sorry, yeah. Not so yeah, I don't think I'm you're really dead. murdering the children. <laughs> I'm yeah. totally
1: with you, and I want all those things too. But what the hell does Splatoon have to do with any? Of
2: that? So that was—I mean—that's sort of. I probably could have finessed it a little bit better, but but this thing, which was a wasn't so much a preview as it was a editorial feature thing Mm -hmm. was me saying like all right i appreciate what nintendo is doing with this game but i wish this game were something else completely and it was sort of based around the fact that i like the aesthetics of splatoon and i like the core mechanic of which feels like an extension of sunshine where i mean it feels a lot like sunshine where you have you know instead of having flood behind you you're able to shoot out ink and through that ink you're able to Turn into a squid, go under it, and you know, traversals quicker. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at those mechanics, I was like, man, those are to me, I would love for those to be at home in a giant, you know, open 3D character platformer sure. where almost like you 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 know, throughout the game you gain different powers, you gain different colored inks that do different things. You're able to So you you come across a mountain and in my preview I wrote so if maybe you don't have ink or maybe you don't have the skills yet and so you have to go all the way. You have to circle around the mountain you have to beat all the bad guys. Or if you have have leveled up enough or if you're able to do this sort of technique, you can somehow paint the side of the mountain and as a shark or as a squid go up the side of it. Um, and so, my yeah, my thing was sort of partially me lamenting the fact that the genre doesn't exist anymore and yeah. might not come back. Um, also the fact that yeah, Nintendo really, hasn't really done this before. It hasn't really done this sort of competitive shooter, um, especially an online-based one. But uh, to me, we have enough of those.
0: It's, satura- it, it's a saturated it's genre. It's a
2: saturated genre. But yeah. like we were saying, I mean, Nintendo, the Wii U doesn't have a lot of those. The games I mentioned were Call of Duty and Battlefield and Evolve and Dying Light and Destiny and Borderlands. None of those are on Wii U. So none of those are on Wii U. And so my thing was like, well, I don't want... I don't want another one of those. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I, I personally don't see the appeal in taking my Wii U online and playing a five v five territory based, you know, uh, competitive shooter. So that being said, which I, I meant it, but I didn't really. It didn't get across well enough in my piece was the fact that. They have li- Nintendo's literally only shown one thing of this game, yeah. yeah. And that is that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they've said there's gonna be a single player mode. They haven't shown it all. No. We don't know what that is. Yeah. we don't know if it's gonna be sort of like a shoehorned, you know, shooter single player my, mode, or if it's gonna be something.
1: My be- like hunch would that it would be some sort of like mission based. Single player set in the
0: arenas that are pre-existing.
1: Which they got to be careful there.
0: with because those can be really boring. I totally boring. agree. Yeah. I, but
1: I mean, this is the era we're in now, right? Where it's very rare that you have parity between a single-player game and a multiplayer game where both are excellent. Or you need a own, really right.
0: big team making both. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of the thing. is yeah. you know, Nintendo's big, but are they that big to be doing it that way? Yeah. yeah. Um, I do want to bring up though that I think Splatoon as a whole, and I'm sure listeners will disagree with me, is sort of the victim of how hard it is to make a first impression for a new IP yeah you were with me the day we first got to see that thing yeah and we both walked out sort of unsure how we felt because mm-hmm. on one hand you know it was it was a very pretty game and it's and it's fun in a way that like <laughs> I love how the match is decided right you see this cat sort of go
2: wait which side yeah yeah ha! yeah and he puts yeah, yeah. A, a flag
0: of it he's all excited and you yeah. can't help but feel the energy in that but playing that one mode and and multiplayer demos in general at big trade shows, I feel it makes it really hard for you to appreciate what makes it that special. Sure, yeah. Even if the from the outset, multiplayer isn't the only focus of this game. That's what you chose to show. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, I feel like, you know, and so between the two of us, you know, then I got to spend more time. Like, I spoke to the developers mm-hmm. both in an on-camera interview, which we yeah. ran at E3, and then off-camera for a separate piece, which we eventually ran. Um, and talking to them and watching, especially watching the developer play it and seeing the high-level skill at that point, was what sold me on. Okay, this is what I I think this can work. But you didn't get to see that, and I yeah. don't. And I don't blame you. It, like I remember when we talked about like bringing you on the show to talk about this, I was like, I totally respect where you're coming sure, yeah, from. Yeah. With all oh of no. This. And,
2: and with anything I write, like I I I'm more than welcome. A yeah. differing opinion. A we lot of the responses cool I got this. were yeah. people were very upset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and if which, you were
0: like, it's an opinion, dude. Like, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah.
2: yeah. And I, I get people get riled up. I appreciate the people who either A, agreed with me, or B, were like, hey, I don't agree with you, but yeah, i have like a challenge. In in it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But anyway, I guess the point I'm just trying to make is that I think that there is a lot more to it, but they haven't shown us what that is. So sure, it's really yeah. hard for us to really yeah. get excited and drum up that excitement when we're not 100% sure. Yeah. And to me,
2: it was tough because like a lot of it just what they showed was a core mechanic which i liked but then they, they didn't throw any variables around it mm-hmm. like there wasn't um the, the level wasn't particularly interesting yeah. uh there wasn't a whole lot you could do other than the The special weapon that you get after a while. Yeah, 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 there was that thing
0: too, but it was kind of hard to earn it because you're under fire constantly and especially your first time through, you're not entirely sure, you know, just throwing people into the deep end of the pool in in other words. Like, that's kind of a thing. It's it's
1: like you say this a lot, Jose, about Nintendo is, they're kind of the masters of uh, proposing this core mechanic and then getting as much
0: mileage as possible. Yeah, Japan in general is very good at that, but Nintendo Um, especially as well. And
1: I feel like, you know, for a long time we sort of chastised Nintendo for uh, you know I, for us as as gamers and as as people in the press chastise Nintendo for not really doing a lot of public events sure and I feel like this year they've done them all but they've done them all with the sort of same vertical slices of each game that, like, yeah yeah Captain yeah. toad they've been trotting out to every show and splatoon it's it's the same thing each time which is great for people who've never played it before mm-hmm. but people like us who on are like th- fourth or fifth demo yeah, of the yeah. same game. I mean, I'm sure next week at PAX we're both, you know, we're all going and uh Nintendo we Nintendo's, may see the same, see the same stuff yeah. and maybe Jose and I will play it and see something that you didn't see or sure. you'll see yeah, something yeah. new in it. You never know. But uh yeah, after a while you kind of want to be like, well, what else can you do can this do, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm totally with you on the the sort of the death of the 3D platform. and, and to me it's like I, it's it's a hard pill to swallow because I didn't think we'd actually ever get there. Yeah, and it's it always it almost makes me begrudgingly look back at. Uh, the N sixty four era, where I almost feel like we got burnt out by them. Yeah, by the time like DK sixty four came I out, yeah, I we did. Yeah. I would, oh my totally, god, totally, totally. Yeah. And I mean, I, some people like a lot of those games more than others. But I remember by the, by the time like Billy Hatcher came along, yeah. and I was like, we don't need these games anymore. <laughs>
0: hang on, when no, hang no, hang on. it
1: was it was good, okay. it was good. But it was like it was a little too late by yeah. that time. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, hey, wait, please come back. Like yeah. we yelled at you, there were too many of you, yeah. and now I want them to return. And the two D platformers has incredibly had a, a research yeah yeah i mean uh, shovel knight was a kickstarter bait uh, darling you know yeah. mighty number no. nine sure yeah gunvolt is something that yeah. dips into that you know mighty gunvolt the 2d platformers happen like crazy oh, and, and
2: there's like in high pro i mean super time force Ori sure. for xbox one that sure looks uh, amazing. like yeah. rogue legacy i'm yeah, playing yeah.
1: now uh nintendo's still making 2d marios all the time yeah and kirby and and uh, even like Yoshi. you know you you were right. You totally nailed it. Like they put out 3D World, and yeah, that would sort of like scratched that itch a little bit. Is that a cat thing? It's yeah, totally a cat that. thing. <laughs> but that whole like. Here's you know, here's the courtyard, here's the open world. Like give me a platforming GTA the way Super Mario 64 yep, did. Yep. I mean Galaxy came kind of close, but it, it segregated it things a, a yep, little bit absolutely. too much too. Yeah. Yeah. Um Sunshine was the last one, and I feel like even then we got sunshine and we we're like, eh, we're kind of over it. But yep. I would kill for a game like sure. that. It's now. the
2: weirdest thing because it's like we experienced the we? birth. God oh, sorry. just stop. You know what? Everybody <laughs> get out of their the podcast is over. <laughs> no, we experienced the birth, the rise, the fall, and the death of a genre yeah. in our lifetime. And to me, it's like... That never happens. I don't no, know to me if it's like, dead. I don't know if I agree with you guys that it's dead. It's, so there's believe. a game called Hatten There's Time, Lesser... which is coming out for Wii U, Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which is really cool. Okay. But to me, it's the equivalent of if you have an early flight and you drink a lot the night before and don't go to bed, mm-hmm. for you to have to get on that plane and experience the hangover yeah. forming while you're awake... Like w- we had to experience this while we were awake yeah. and lucid yeah. and fans of things and being like, where is this going? Why did this leave? We messed up a few hours ago. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: it's the, it's like a it's a relationship, you know, yeah. where you're dating somebody and then you get too much of them and you don't want them anymore and then they're gone and you're like, oh my god, I can't live without. What you. is going on? Yeah, <laughs> that's like, how I feel. Well, about it. there's the shooters. I'm like, well, I don't want the shooters. Like, yeah, I mean, the shoot. There's no shortage of those, yeah. right? Like, and we've actually like, I don't. I feel like we never really hit the point with shooters where. People People were like, I'm sick of these. Because th- some people were, yep. but they never stopped making them.
2: You yeah. know, there's more shooters than ever now. But, and there was also, there was no finality with that genre. No, never. There was no like, okay, this is it. This is the moment we broke up with 3D character yep. platformers. Yep. It was just like, well, there was Billy Hatcher. Yeah, and then that was it. Like, <laughs> sure. And yeah. where are
1: they now? They're gone. Yeah. I, I can't think of any in the development besides A Hat in Time, which has been it's been worked on for like a few yeah, years now. It's been now. worked I mean, on by like
2: five people or yeah, ten people. Yeah, so. exactly. So I mean, driving, I, oh, no, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I'd stopped, love to sorry, see
1: the... The high-profile, uh, you know, first-person, nintendo driven platforming game, or even another company. I'd like to see, you know, maybe Ubisoft even doing something like that. Yeah, uh, well, we got th- Rayman. Yeah, like I mean, that's two well, D. That that's two D. I mean, yeah. like a th- the three D open-world hub world, jump into micro levels type of situation yeah. thing. Um, and until then. You know, we've got two D platformers, and we've got Splatoon, which has nothing to do with any of this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I do want to push back though a little bit because I don't think the the three D platformer is dead. Definitely, the exploration one is in maybe in limbo, or maybe it's just not as prevalent as it once was. We were well, at one point we were oversaturated yeah. by these things. Like I remember the minute Donkey Kong sixty four came out, and I remember buying it and being excited, plugging it, in and then going, "Oh my god, I don't like this. Why are like, so many I'm things I need to collect? Yeah, yeah, there's too many collectibles. I'm kind of over that." And uh well, that's why
1: it's the collectathon is what killed the 3D yeah, platformer. Yeah, there's
0: definitely a, a need for new ideas, yeah. 100%. Uh but I do think that Galaxy, games like Galaxy did a great job of sort of honing in and focusing you to just do the actual platforming versus maybe some of the exploration. Sure. The yeah. exploration was the risk. That was the thing that sort of slowly got carved away. But I do think from, you know, maybe in their defense to point this out is uh when you look at, for example, Galaxy versus New Super Mario Brothers, everyone at this table knows New Super Mario Brothers far outsold like that 2D classic style with those classic rules. Here's the numbers. I mean, I, I looked them up while you guys were talking a second ago. New Super Mario Brothers, 27 million copies on Wii. Mm-hmm. Galaxy, which is a game we all adore, yeah. it's probably the best game of last generation. 11.7 million
1: units. It had, didn't have the word "new"
2: in it. New Super even Mario it, Galaxy. Even if it there didn't,
0: I think there's definitely though the challenge of you know, ho- hooking in as many gamers as possible, and there oh, is sure. something that 2D communicates sure. easily that 3D, unfortunately, even though we love it and lament that it's not as prevalent as it used to yeah. be, no, it's it great does point. Not, yeah. um, of
1: course, yeah. I mean, obviously, the 2D iterations are infinitely more accessible. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. probably yeah. why
0: even 3D World exists, right? Yeah. And I think it is I'm, the hybrid of both. Sure, yeah. I, I
1: think uh, New Super Mario Brothers also benefits from the fact that it was four-player multiplayer. I mean, mm-hmm. that that does immediately entice uh, an experience that's different than just playing But 3D World had that
0: too. And, I, right. and you don't hear that. Well, the, the, 3D the World th-
1: came out on Wii U. Yeah. Which <laughs> is a whole yeah.
0: other. Yeah. This, I it's that's a whole, other, it's a whole billion
2: separate billion, situation. To talk about. Oh, no. But absolutely.
1: I, 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 tr- I truly feel like the uh, it's a genre that can return. And I feel like the reasons it died are th- are not things that really plague it anymore. Like, for example, I feel like the collectathon genre killing the 3D platform genre happened, because back then, to create a 3D environment was a lot harder. Mm -hmm. It was just, just doing anything in that space was a lot more work. So publishers and developers got the most mileage out of each environment that they built. So if Rare built an environment that's the size of this table we're sitting at, they're gonna make you play it with seven different characters and traverse it 15 different ways to collect every single thing, because it was a pain in the ass to build that environment. But nowadays, it's a lot easier to do things like that, you know, because this isn't the first 3D systems ever made. So I think making an open world 3D platform is a lot. I mean, it's why you see sandbox
2: games come out a lot more often now. Well, they yeah, you see stuff like GTA and all the like the Ubisoft, Assassin's Creed, and Far Cry, and those things are filled with things. Yeah, I mean, you look at the the maps and those. There's a million things to collect and outposts to blow yeah. up and activities yeah. and whatnot. Yeah.
0: And we've seen Nintendo sort of sharing that same vision of what you just described because Mario sixty four, even though you were you were jumping through the same paintings and revisiting spaces, but you were there for a different reason. You were yeah. either there for get the hundred, you know, red co- you know, excuse me, get the hundred coins, yeah. or get the red coins, or get the, the star on thing. the top of a mountain. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. star against a certain boss or whatnot. And that's something that I feel like that design has still kinda lived on, especially in Galaxy. Yeah, where you had multiple reasons to go back to certain galaxies over and over to get every star. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess, you know, the hub world and and sort of that other stuff has sort of suffered and been dialed, mm-hmm. yeah, been dialed back as a result. You know, you know, and you just like Splatoon will sort of figure out something in single player that's sure, going to yeah. entice us. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, we're still legitimately excited in one sense, but we definitely don't know what else to be excited yeah. about yet. One of the things and I It's missed... a 2015 game, by the sure. way. Sure. So yeah. it's got time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: absolutely. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I miss about f- sort of 3D, the, like the exploration part of those games was entering a level and being like, I'm going to go there. And like seeing the top of a mountain and being like I can go there yeah you could do that in Mario 64 you could do that in Jack and Dax yeah um, you can't really do that I mean in like galaxy it was sort of just like well you're gonna have this node and this node and this node sure you' sort of keep each one is like a mini challenge and yeah. then you don't think well even yeah. if
0: you saw something in the distance you weren't guaranteed to be there. sure you might yeah just pass yeah. by something and yeah
2: go. galaxy kind of built itself off of being disorienting
1: like that where yeah. you weren't even you never really like I'm gonna go from here to here to here mm-hmm. like I have no idea where I'm gonna get. yeah you would hop on a planet jump into something and it would shoot you who the hell knows where yeah, yeah. yeah but it got me thinking that like i guess you you mentioned uh ubisoft i think that like more than ever, the 3D platforming genre is being held onto by
2: uh, Assassin's Creed. By Assassin's Creed and Far Cry. By like yeah. violent, like murder everything. Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: I mean, Assassin's Creed, particularly, is about, you know, traversing platforms yeah. and jumping
2: on and enemies And it being like, here's <laughs> a cool place, go wherever you want. It's and just, it's. Collect br- these it's, feathers. It's yeah.
1: brutal and violent. And it's very different. But just like Banjo Kazooie, yeah. you're running around collecting feathers <laughs> yeah. And, yeah.
2: and pages of manuscripts yeah. Yeah. and stuff like Man, that. So. it'd be amazing if. And notes, was- songs if <laughs> in the new Assassin's Creed he had like a bird in his backpack oh wow, god wow, wow, that would be so man. good yeah. Yeah, for sure for sure um, also, that, all I want is new Super Mario 64 right now. You said "new" is the keyword. Just oh, make it new Super Mario 64. They said E3. Be careful what you wish no, for. I'll no, they said on this
0: podcast that putting that word "new" attached to that anything, is, <laughs>
2: ugly art style,
0: <laughs> yeah, <There laughs> means that, w- that
2: something good <laughs> game that I don't want stuff. is there not going to make it there. There was that rumor a few there.
1: days ago about Nintendo working on an HD remaster, and I still keep oh, my fingers crossed that it's Mario 64. I hope it's Mario Sunshine. So. Oh really? Yeah, I hope it's sunshine. Well, I, I think hope, sunshine I deserves a second this? They chance. start with sixty four and then they do sunshine. I think sixty four. I think
0: sixty four yeah. has earned its place as this legend. Like it's super important installment to not just platformers but three D as a whole. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like Sunshine has been thrown under the bus multiple times. I've even done it myself, and I've revisited that game, and that opinion has changed. Yeah, but uh, I do feel that game is definitely do a refresh and something about it finding improvements finding ways to make it fresh is something that Nintendo can do Uh, because with 64 I I also think there's just a lot more work involved and they've had a re-release of 64 hello uh, for DS remember 64 I don't like that one it exists it wasn't said. perfect to yeah. play at least not until you got a 3DS and you got the circle pad Yeah. because using the D-pad was horrible and then oh, using yeah. remember that the thumb thing oh, yeah, oh thumb. don't talk yeah, about that
1: <laughs> the thumb thing
0: yeah, yeah remember the, the, the like weird yeah, condom huh? thing, the thing the thumb, that thumb strap your, the yeah. thumb yeah. strap that, was awful. that you, you put over your thumb and then you try to play it no. they were trying to, to simulate an analog in any way they could unfortunately yeah. that wasn't the way to do
1: but, it but I mean isn't that a weird dead-ended list of ways to play that game currently one of the most definitive video games ever made is you can either play on your 3DS with a thumb strap, or you can download it on your Wii
0: and see a very dated game again. I, I would I, rather it's it not sunshine. a very dated game. Well, I mean, visually, I don't mean the way it's played.
1: I honestly don't even feel like Mario 64 is a dated game visually. I Unless think when was the last it's... time
0: you got your eyes checked?
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah, you you two glasses. Looking... Look at me, man, <laughs> <laughs> blind uh, six, <laughs> 64. I, I
0: think 64 can use a visual sort
1: of upgrade, sure, and that's fine, but I think it's also, uh, it's it's incredible, it's some of the cleanest. Uh, polygon characters Ever put in a game There's sure. no like Textures on Oh no them.
0: I'm not worried About that I'm talking yeah. about Background specifically You look oh, at some okay. Of the backgrounds So I'll give elements. you I'll it's give you like The
1: trees and the fences Where it's just A photograph that On it's side <laughs> That's Those are yeah, yeah, that kind of Weird looking stuff um, And yeah there's A couple parts in the game Where you see something Off in the distance And you're like What the hell is that It's, yeah. it's like a blurry Vacation photo That you know Miyamoto took Back in middle <laughs> school
0: <laughs> But we've said On this podcast before That even though A certain genre Fades away for a while yeah. It's definitely not dead I mean I think One point a while back was even though video games as a whole we're done with video games, the world's done with video games, Atari went under, no one's yeah. ever going to play or buy yeah. home consoles again that didn't work out, like Rock Band's gone, that may come back in a different form it lives on in Rocksmith for whatever reason yeah. um, uh, I think that the, the, the exploration based platformer is due for a, a revisit by someone and someone's going to figure that out, but until then I'm going to die the day that happens,
2: pena. I'm going to get so excited gonna be so happy? I'm going to pee my pants
0: there you go all right, well, and happy
2: puke yeah i'm gonna happy puke all over the place
0: yeah if you're listening and you have some thoughts to add to this conversation yeah. why not email us at nbc at ign.com let us know what you think if you politely, if you politely disagree or agree yeah. but let us know uh we definitely read your emails and we read your feedback hopefully next week we get Pear back he's been uh off in the hills of tahoe mm-hmm.
2: yeah he keeps like climbing mountains and things and not even tweeting no. Yeah, he's I gone. saw some Facebooks. Off the he's searching
1: for uh, feathers and notes. With feathers and notes. That's it. He's getting his root-tang right. ta- touched up. <laughs> I love that that's the thing. He's going to come back and be like, damn you, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he's just this podcast dad that just comes home and,
0: he, mm-hmm. I heard what you said when I was gone. <laughs> you made a mess uh, of that show. There we go. All right. Well, thank you for listening to Nintendo Voice Chat. We are a weekly podcast on IGN, but we have a bunch of other content on IGN. There are other shows dedicated to PlayStation and Xbox. I think we still have a movies podcast, right? Keeping it real. Yeah. yeah. Keep, I keep it real. Keep it real. Uh, we UK, also have AU podcasts. Yep, they we say got, probably uh, naughty
2: words on those. You yep. know,
0: written and video features, a lot of really cool stuff. PAX is here. It's coming up next yeah. week. One week. And we are actually all going to be there, yeah. but we're not doing an NBC panel due to some scheduling conflicts. We Unfortunately, we're not able to do that. There will be a Game Scoop live panel at the Sasquatch yeah. Theater on Friday. I think it's Friday. It's Friday, 3.30 to 4.30. Yep. So check that side. out. Out, uh, Greg uh, Miller will be there. Damon Hatfield will be there. Myself, Marty, probably Brian as well. Brian and Mitch are going to be sort of around as well. You can find them. Say hi. Yeah. Yeah. you wearing a hello. comedy bun shirt. Apparently, Brian. I, I may or may, may not hug. Hug. hug you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's right. Yeah. Right. I, this is my first pack, so I'm really excited. And a lot of people have Should been be. hitting me up saying it's their That's first a lot of fun pack stuff. too.
0: So yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I'm going actually kind of just for fun and to do some IGN stuff. So I'm going to be running around saying hello to people. Yeah. And uh,
0: Naomi Kyle will also be there. Yeah. She come by? We also have a uh, IGN meetup planned mm-hmm. uh, it's happening definitely check the site for the details Saturday I
2: night I believe 7 to 10 7 to seven upside down question to marking. question
0: marks it says 11 on our sheet but it may yeah. go later than that uh, we definitely are down to hang out so check it out yeah. uh, do you remember the name of the place I think it's Amber Amber, Amber the Amber yeah, the Lounge Amber Lounge in Sounds Seattle like a Strip Club of yeah. some sorts Yep. we've got links on the site so make sure you check that out also uh, let us know what you think of the show either email nvc at com or head on over to iTunes leave us a show review let us know what you like what you dislike and that's our show guys mm-hmm. yeah, Thanks we did a lot. It. we yeah. made it
2: another week yeah in the books no one died it's almost a minute we got 20 seconds until it's an hour oh well then it's hard to no. believe it's dun, been dun, one dun, hour dun, ago that we started it this up? podcast
0: no we're not going to uh, so we're <laughs> basically doing it right now I mean yeah by us that'll allow you to finish no no we're gonna finish uh, so follow us on Twitter you can follow Brian Altono Agent Pizzle. Do that
2: one more time. Agent Bizzle. <laughs> there you go. You can N- follow Marty Sleeve at N- Mick Biggity. Two G's and two T's. Have you ever explained why that name exists? Uh, I have on an episode of Unlocked. you got to listen to IGN's podcast Unlocked. Okay. World's number go.
1: one Xbox podcast. And watch Up at Noon. Every Mondays at Noon on IGN. And
2: yeah. I am your
0: host, Jose underscore Otero on Twitter. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next week.